Hey friends, welcome to another episode of the Everything is Marketing podcast. On today's show, we're talking about the arts marketplace at Studio Park in Grand Rapids, Michigan. And joining us, it's Beverly Austin and Mel Trombley. The story about this space is incredible and I'm so excited to share it with you. Let's get into it. As I said, my guests today on the podcast, Beverly and Mel. Ladies, good afternoon. Hello. <laughs> hey, Lady V. Good afternoon, Eric. Good to be here. It is great to have you guys. So we were talking about uh, the arts marketplace at Studio Park and all of the amazing things that are happening as we head into May and beyond. But before we get there, there might be people that aren't really sure what we're talking about or how this came to be. So I know the space starts with Pack Elephant, but I actually want to go back a little bit before that and talk about how did this idea even come up? How did you two start working together and then get to Pack Elephant and go on from there? But where did this come from that this was the space and this was the thing? Well, absolutely, Eric. And, you know, Bev and I, I just feel so blessed to work with this group of women. Um, and, we didn't have anything to do with the, the origin story. And so, as you know, Studio Park, which is an incredible staple of Grand Rapids, sometimes it's hard to even believe what our cityscape looked like, you know, 10 years ago without that space. But they had always intended on it being a place where there are different creatives, vendors, food, and a very... Um, uh, place that where everyone in the city gathers, they feel like they belong and um, there's just different ways to interact. And or in their original form, they had hoped that they would have some maker space or retail space um, that did feature some of our incredible uh, minority owned businesses. And so that's originally was the idea with Studio Park. And then in December, our, yeah, in December, we had started our relationship with Pack Elephant. Um, Bev, you want to share a little bit about Pack Elephant? Yeah, and so then in December, which is so amazing, uh, Pack Elephant is our flagship tenant uh, in the marketplace. And it's a, and, and you can come into Pack Elephant and you can pick, you can curate a box from over 40 local makers in one space. And so the owner is the most beautiful winsome who just had a new baby, <laughs> but it's an excellent space to just come in. It's kind of a one-stop shop to get the most amazing curated boxes for your businesses, for birthday, bridal showers, or anything like that. So Pack Elephant was our flagship tenant in the space. I would say this real quickly. I got one for Christmas and, you know, curated boxes are obviously a hot trend right now in retail. But if you are looking for a gift that will literally make that person stop and go, this is the coolest thing I've ever gotten. I will say that Pack Elephant is the place to start because it, you know, I got a very cool gift from my wife that I will talk about later. But outside of that <laughs> gift, this thing was awesome. And I think um, the, the great thing, I think, with Winsome's intentionality with Pack Elephant is sharing these maker stories. And when we think about how do we create a thriving business community, spending dollars locally, uplifting, um, you know, some of the amazing creatives that we have is, is a key part of that. And so, you know, right now we are in pandemic mode, so it's definitely a place where you go and shop. But I think the idea of the arts marketplace and Pack Elephant is to be a place that you go, you know, on your walk for lunch and you go and sit and have coffee with friends or even a tourist destination. So 
I'm coming in from Chicago and I know that one of the places that I need to go need to go to is the art marketplace at Studio Park because I'm going to be able to learn a, a breadth of what the community is and be able to interact with so many different people. Mel, you said the the magic word that we're all trying to avoid saying, which is pandemic. Yeah. Uh, and, and this started in December of 2020. So can you two talk about what it was like to get this thing off the ground and what it's been like to see it succeed, despite the fact that really in pandemic mode, it probably shouldn't, but has. Well, one of the things that caused us to do is get creative and pulling these amazing minds together of these this amazing team has been so amazing. Outstanding, I want to quit saying amazing, but it's been so outstanding though, but it's really caused us to be creative and to really uh, realize that even though that we're in a, pandem a pandemic, we can't stop. And businesses didn't want to stop. And business, we had to find a way, especially for small local businesses, to find a way to get back out there and to research themselves. And so this was the perfect opportunity with the perfect space, perfect location, and spring is absolutely perfect, especially with Mother's Day coming up, to go ahead and start to really give people the confidence and energy to come back out in the pandemic because people still want to shop. People are still shopping. People still want to look good and people still want to give gifts. And this is an amazing time to give gifts, to encourage people in the pandemic. So this has been amazing. So Mel, during the course of the last year, we've of course seen a lot of people get creative and we've seen a lot of people lose their jobs and use that as an opportunity or a catalyst to start that thing that they've never had the opportunity to start. Are you seeing that in Grand Rapids in the same way we're seeing it across the country? Yeah, absolutely. And I think the thing that has been a barrier for Grand Rapids is our retail space, the price, you know, the infrastructure of being downtown. You know, Beverly is, you know, owns Confident Wear, and so she's experienced that firsthand. And so our goal, when we think about the arts marketplace um, at Studio Park, our goal is to remove some of those barriers and the barriers of cost of infrastructure. So that way, businesses that even have been around for five years that want to get into that downtown market, they can. But even if you have, even if you are an accountant and you have a creative idea that you want to try, we want to make sure that Grand Rapids is a hub of innovation. Um, and we think our role, you know, through some incredible partnerships with the DDA and Acrisure is going to be to take, take the cost part out of it and let's really live into this creativeness and help to build some businesses. Beverly, when we were starting uh, right before the podcast, you had mentioned that you're kind of in full tilt crazy mode because we're getting into a big event for you guys, May at the Marketplace. Can you talk about what that is and what people can expect starting on Saturday? May at the Marketplace is big. It is going to be so amazing. And so this is probably, this is our biggest way to, in addition to the over 40 um, local uh, curators that are there at Pack Elephant, we've also brought in other local businesses, about 25 to 30 other local businesses will also be there. Just give them a chance to uh, an access to downtown customers, to a whole nother space that they normally wouldn't have access to, as Mel said, due to calls and so forth. We're going to have a live DJ. It's going to be so electrifying. We got the Piazza from Studio Park. We're going to utilize that space. It, you're going to just want to have fun. You're going to want to shop. And you're going to forget about COVID a little bit, even though we're going to make sure we follow COVID protocols. You're going to be so glad to come down and just get away, see faces, see smiles, see other eyeballs face-to-face -face beyond the screen. But you're going to want to really see all of the 
amazing local businesses who are now excited to get back out there and surge again. How was that curated? How were those people found or came into your ecosystem and then picked to be a part of this month-long project? Beverly Austin and Tova Jones on our board have been really taking the lead. Uh, Beverly is a master of retail and creativity, and Tova Jones has many talents, but one is her ability with pop-up shops and her long history of curating a wide variety of really cool um, items to sell. And so Beverly, you should speak into this because I think this has really been your baby and I'm just really impressed with all the work that you've been putting into this. Well, it's been really great as we just said and thought, thinking about our big vision and that's exposure for minorities and women specifically. So we thought, how can we jump right into this, not even take any, any longer to do this. And so we thought that a pop-up shop would be the best way to get our feet wet and to allow local businesses to know that we're here. And then as they, when they come, now they'll have a way to understand what we're here for. And that is for their exposure, for them to begin to get some experience downtown without some of that cost. Um, and, and just to really kind of see what it's like to be downtown. And so this is our, a great way for us to just jump right in there, uh, full steam ahead, but in such a way that people want to come back. So we're going to be doing it every Saturday, except for the 22nd in May and we're looking forward to be absolutely spectacular so Beverly this is starting on Saturday can you give us kind of a sneak peek of who's going to be there what sort of vendors we can expect to see yes we'll have uh, hustle pray and eat they'll be there we are lit um, Lisa Javery Designs is going to be in the in the building. Shades of Shamar, uh, Confident Girls Inc. is going to be in the building. Frosted Body Shop, uh, Shade by Camille, and so, so many more. That's awesome. And so, Mel, I want to ask a question about the future of retail and get your, ask, your perspective, I should say, on that. Do you see that being a larger part of retail? And by that, I mean... Uh, a partner taking a chance on a space and then welcoming in pop-up shops to kind of turn and burn in that space to keep that energy. Cause one of the things that you can feel from the two of you is the energy of this space. And that energy gets, gets sort of recycled as you introduce new partners into the space over and over and over again. Do you see retail kind of leaning into that, at least a percentage of it going forward after COVID? Yeah, absolutely. You know, I think there's a, a number of projects that are happening in our city you know, I, I have lived here for almost 20 years. And the one thing I've been saying is I want to shop downtown. And um, I think there's a few different partners that are working through that. And so we're excited to be a piece of that. We want this to be a destination that you can go to um, on a regular basis um, to shop. And I think the interesting thing with our model is one, we're highlighting these underrepresented businesses, but also our um, product lines are gonna be changing and ever shifting. So it's not a one-stop shop. It's, hey, you know, I'm gonna go get ice cream or a juice from Malamaya or see a movie and I'm gonna pop in there and, and peruse around. Um, and I think that I'm just really excited for the future of Grand Rapids. Um, people wanna shop lo local, we wanna support each other. You know, I think there's this huge push uh, that we need to start highlighting and spending money with underrepresented businesses. So we're here to help make that happen and have a really good time while we're doing it. And you guys are doing an amazing job of that. So, Beverly, what does the rest of the year look like? Because, like you said, you guys were extremely inventive and creative through a time where things shouldn't work and they did. You're heading into this amazing season of energy with May at the Marketplace. What happens afterwards? Well, kind of some of the things we've been tossing around is 
uh, presenting uh, some possible long-term pop-up opportunities for businesses to come down. And so we'll definitely probably look at something like this again, like what we're doing in May, but even really beginning to offer um, local businesses some short-term, uh, maybe like three months at a time or six months at a time, opportunities to have pop-up uh, like, like experiences as a business downtown in this space. And so our goal is to make things easy, to make downtown, you know, to make having retail space as an underrepresented business, to make that attractive, affordable, and even exciting. Um, so that is our ultimate goal for the long-term is to look at some uh, kind of short-term, long-term, if that's a word, but short-term, long-term opportunities for business to kind of continue you down there to begin to really uh, ask themselves, is this something they want to do uh, for a longer term, to have a longer term commitment, but we'll be able to provide them those opportunities. So that is probably one of our proudest things and something that we're really looking forward to doing. Eric, I just want to add kind of an interesting story. So I, um, I'm in a sister circle group with Treetops Collective, and they have some of their things featured Impact Elephant. And I think Part of uh, our idea with having this place with so many different makers represented is you see yourself as an important part of the city. And so I think of my 18 year old sisters seeing some of their products in a store in such an incredible hip space in the middle of Studio Park. I think it's also helping to create this sense of pride and belonging in our community that we are all looking for. If people want to get more information to join you guys for the month of May and then beyond, where do they do that? They can email us at theartsmarketplace at gmail.com or they can go to our Facebook page, the same, The Arts Marketplace. Um, so either of those spaces they can catch us at uh, and, and we'll be we'll respond back very quickly. And, you know, MLive is, is helping us, you know, with a variety of things, including our logo and you know, I think we had a choice as a board to decide, are we going to wait to have all of these things um, built out before we roll out? And we decided we're going to build the cart as it's running because we want to get money in the pockets of these creatives and we want to be a space where people can, can connect in our community. It's that paralysis by perfection, right? You just wait till it's perfect and then you never actually do it, right? Yeah. Never had that problem, Eric. <laughs> Beverly, <laughs> Mel, this has been amazing. I cannot wait to go see you guys this weekend. Have an awesome week, and we'll talk to you again soon. All right. Thank you. And there they go. Big thanks to Mel and Beverly for joining us. Remember, the May at the Marketplace event starts this Saturday and runs through the entire month of May, except for the weekend of the 22nd for Memorial Day holiday. And you can get more information at the Arts Marketplace on Facebook or the Arts Marketplace at gmail.com. Till next time, like, review, and share wherever you get in this podcast. And I will talk to you next week.